Hey, everyone. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And later on in today's episode, we're going to be talking about simple things we do to make our lives easier slash perhaps even better. But before we get to that, a reminder, you can always find more from us in our Long Story Shorties Facebook group. And you can join us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And of course, both of those will be linked in our show notes that you can always find at meganandwendy.com slash podcast. And if you are uh, tired of me asking every week for your emails, you're going to hear it again. We love your emails, meganandwendy at gmail.com. We have a couple to share today. We do. The first is from Lori, and it's a response to Wendy's request for additional sunless tanners, specifically those for your face. And she says the St. Tropez Bronzing Water Face Mist. It says on the bottle that it leaves natural glowing skin, and it does. A little spritz goes a long way. Highly recommend. I would be a little bit hesitant to use that because, you know, sometimes with a spray, you might get a drop that's like a little bit heavier than the other mists. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So what if you use like a fluffy makeup brush to kind of like blend it all together so you're I not like, just like misting and leaving it? I like that idea. All right. I might yeah. check that out. I might check that out. We also have the hotly anticipated response from Lene. And this is a <laughs> response to a response. If you remember way back, Lene shared that she accidentally put her blender bottle shaker coil into her Vitamix. She then had to enlist the help of a maintenance man to fix it. And that was where we got stuck because where was this mystery maintenance man? Do you have someone in your home? Do you have someone in the building you live in? So she responds, I'm so sorry for the maintenance man follow-up delay. I love the Schneider reference. Unfortunately, I do not have my own Schneider. I brought the Vitamix pitcher to work, pleaded my case with one of the maintenance guys for our building. I could really use that for our home. Instead, fix-it projects become good learning sessions with my husband and our 11-year-old twins. I appreciate it, but since my husband refuses to outsource, the projects can take many, many hours. Uh, I'm just glad you have access to somebody to help you out with these things, even if it's not like you can't just like pull a string and someone appears at your door. Right. That's how I envisioned it. Like, she just lives in this penthouse in the sky (laughs) with a bell that would just, you know, your Schneider will come upstairs with this tool belt and, like, handle any requests that you might have. Like, that is fancy living for me. I would love that. Like, a little little scruff on the face, flannel Uh shirt. Oh, if he's hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) She also offers a little travel follow-up. She said, I love the travel episode, but I was getting a little bit nostalgic and missing fun conferences. Oh, my God. I agree 100%. We had a driving trip to Jackson Hole slash Yosemite a few years ago, and it was amazing. I recommend picking a good old-fashioned AAA tour book guide as well as a large map if you're going on a driving trip. On parts of our drive, we did not have cell coverage, but the AAA book gave us insights to towns along the way. Oh. On the way to Jackson Hole, we found the craziest museum recommended in the trip book, the Museum of Clean in Pocatello, Idaho. The book also the, highlighted... Whoa, 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 wait. The Museum of what? Clean. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> and she sends us a link to some pictures from the Museum of Clean, which we will share because I do not think her Instagram is private, although I'll message her to make sure she's okay with that. And she says the book is also highlighted the book also highlighted Shoshone Falls Park, the Niagara Falls of the West, which I did not know was a thing. Uh, uh, that, that was me adding that part. I did not know there wasn't 
Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls West. West. Well, you know what is funny is that so many people have said that they've been to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Right? I, I'm going to have to put that on my list. It's a hot spot. You'd like it because there's I lots of so. great restaurants there. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. It's a. It's like a good combo because it's outdoorsy, but there's great food. It's it's fun. Okay. Next summer. That's I'm going there next summer. You should. I will tell you where to stay. Okay. Awesome. All right. We're going to transition to chatting about American Idol. Okay, I have a question for you. Please. Do you think we are the only people watching American Idol? The only people under the age of 50 watching American Idol? (laughs) Perhaps. I do think these shows like Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, I think they have an audience that skews older. I think so, too. Do you watch American Idol with your family or just by yourself? Uh, a little bit of both. My daughter refuses to watch. She's oh. like 13 and too cool. She cannot watch American Idol. I was uh. like, oh. I'm like, whatever. But uh, um, sometimes my husband will watch it, but he's not like invested. Like he'll go to bed while it's on. You know, I gotta okay. stay up and watch the whole thing. Yeah. It's family programming for us. And I think my kids are just so happy that like we get to watch a show with dinner because we'll do dinner while we watch American Idol that they're like, we don't care what it is. We We get to watch TV while we eat dinner. Great. But they are invested. They enjoy it. Since Idol returned with these three judges, it's been a family show for us. So I think that's part of the allure. Although the voices this season are amazing. I agree. They've got some really good talent. And uh, so in last night's episode, they went from top 24 to top 16. And they said goodbye to a couple people that I know you didn't like. Like Cecil. Yeah, but, you know, I feel bad for him. But he was, like, not as good as, like, let's say... Uh, and I don't know their last names. Grace, the blonde hair, who has, like, the voice... Of an angel. Look, I like Cecil as a person. I think he's got a real sweet little country soul. I just didn't think that his voice, like you said, stood up to the other contestants. And I also don't think his voice, I think his story put him through. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. there were other contestants that didn't make the top 24 that perhaps had a stronger voice. But I do think they're trying to create a wide array of personalities and have kind of a diverse representation of people on the show which i appreciate yeah Yeah, me too me too definitely i don't want to see like uh the same people year after year on these shows i like to see like a wide range of ages sexes um (laughs) the other things all out there i'm at a loss like life experience yes yes they had uh American Idol for a long time was known as the show featuring white guys with guitars. And I think they're trying to break that mold a little bit. I will say that sometimes when we do this big cut, like from 24 to 16, I have not watched last night's episode, but I did sneak a peek at who went through. Often I feel like there's someone who got robbed. And while I do think there are is some talent in those eight that went home, None of my absolute must-go-throughs went home, so I I feel like I can breathe a little bit. Oh, but tonight, I don't know. They're going to cut from 16 to 12. One of your musts might go home. Well, and in the top 16, I'd have a real hard time cutting right now, so I am nervous. I am nervous. (laughs) Now, do you have a favorite? I, I, uh... 
I had an early favorite, but she's the shine. What's the saying? The shine has lost its more off the rose. Yeah. Um, I don't really like love her as much, but I don't like to like put who I am voting for out into the universe because I feel like it jinxes it. It it always does. Like if I'm rooting for somebody on Survivor and I say it out loud, they lose that week or whatever. So I don't really want to say it, but my favorite is kind of still there. Okay. Okay. Well, I will cross my fingers that they stick around. I don't have a, a favorite, but I have several that I'm rooting for. There's some great talent. My family and I really love Bean, although we do think he should be on Broadway. Like, he should just go straight to Broadway and be a star. And But when he sang with Josh Groban, I was like both hands in the air on the couch <laughs> cheering for Bean. You know what is so funny is when they named, I think it was when they named a top 24, I think I texted you yeah, and I was like, know, who, the who Bean? is Bean? I don't remember him at all. Like, at all. Did they ever, like, show him, like, do a backstory on him or anything like that? Uh, I don't know if he's had a backstory, but I do know that we were well aware of him. We were cheering for him to go on. But in the early days, that's when my husband and I are both saying, like, he should be on Broadway. I do think he has shown more of a range since we've gone to these live shows. And he has more, like, pop star draw to me. Uh-huh. I do still think he kind of exudes that like live Broadway performer. This is not a knock. Like I'm a big fan of musicals being, you could be a star on Broadway, but I do think he could be a star anywhere. I enjoy him. There's lots of people I enjoy. I've, you know what? Has there ever been a reality show like the next Broadway superstar? Oh, there should be. I would watch the hell out of that. Right. And then they could have like uh, that Broadway community really like mentor these people and like, oh, wouldn't that be so good? And especially post-COVID as Broadway is going to be reopening. And yes. Although I don't think yes. Broadway needs the boost. I think people will go running. I do think it would be a great way to draw people back in. Ah. That's a great idea. Damn. It's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) I need to, I need to confess something. I need to let everybody know that after many months of holding out on downloading TikTok, I have caved. I I was so nervous. I was so nervous. I didn't know what you were going to talk about. Oh, right. Because sometimes when you say you need to talk about something, it's that you want to quit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually. We haven't had one of those conversations in a long time, but yeah, yeah. No, normally that's a first of the year thing and you did not (laughs) this year. So (laughs) I'm very proud of you. I'm a new woman after 2020. (laughs) Um, So I originally held out because I was not into like the dancing tweens and then i was definitely not into like the dancing moms Uh uh-huh but tiktok is so much more than that and i downloaded it partially out of fomo because people started sharing all these tiktok moments that i really wanted to be a part of and i didn't want to be dependent on someone sharing it on twitter or instagram for me to experience it so i will say that As a new TikTok user, TikTok doesn't know who you are. So if you're on your For You page, which is like their live home feed of just like popular content that they're just serving people, it's going to throw everything at you. And it's going to throw things at you that you may not be a big fan of. And I'm really glad I did not join TikTok during the election or the immediate aftermath because there are some people very quickly, though, 
TikTok learns what you like based on the videos you watch all the way through, based on the kind of people you follow, based on the content you're saving and sharing. And it's a machine because the stuff that I'm seeing on TikTok, it's like every day there's more and more good stuff and people I want to follow and things I want to know. Um, Like what? Like... It is such a wide array. Like I'm into the home inspector that shares like the wild things that he finds. I'm into the 30 second makeup reviews. I'm into just straight up funny content. I'm into cleaning hacks. I'm into girls who live in vans, which is this whole subset of TikTok of people who like buy these old vans and trick them out like tiny houses and drive them around. I that part I don't understand. Like, where are they staying? I haven't really figured that part out. Sounds miserable. Super into, like, how they've tricked out these vans, though. <laughs> Wild Starbucks drink orders that baristas are sharing. I have so many screenshots on my phone of Starbucks drinks to try. Oh, my God. That's funny. It's it's just enjoyable. Now, I will say don't do it if you don't want another social media obsession. I mean, that's how I feel. Like, I just... I find social media to be so draining and it's like so much repeat content and like things I don't have any interest in. So, but uh, so on the flip side of TikTok, it's kind of interesting. I might be uh, into looking at things, you know, these accounts that you're suggesting sound very interesting to me. Um, And I think part of it is that it's a novelty, right? These are all people that I don't know. I'm not following the same people on TikTok that I follow everywhere else on social media. Right, right. So it's all these new people. But part of it is that they're all short. So it's, you know, nothing is, I don't know what the time limit on a TikTok video is. 60 seconds? I don't actually know. But it's not like watching a 15-minute YouTube makeup haul. I mean, they got to get it out there. I know. But that, to me, just is like a bigger problem is that we don't have any time to invest in quality content. We need it in 60 (laughs) seconds or less, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. I hear you. I'm not opposed, I guess. i just reluctant. Right. And. What's interesting is there's a lot of, like, Amazon products you didn't know you needed, right? There's a lot of that. But because TikTok doesn't have a swipe up feature, like, you have to actually go to this person's bio and click through, there's a lot less of that, like, there's not a lot of impulse purchasing happening on TikTok. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Let's speak about impulse purchases. Please. (laughs) Uh, Last week, I was out of town, and one night I could not sleep. It was way after midnight. And I just fell into this online shopping, you know, hole. And this week at home, the packages have been rolling in and I don't even remember buying half this crap. Is it good stuff? (sighs) Some of it is. Like I bought a a mop from Amazon that I was like really hyped on. (laughs) Is it the one you like step on the bucket and it spins the water out of it yes it's like an O cedar yeah. brand uh-huh. or something uh-huh. like that i'm very excited i have not used it yet but i'm very excited that it's here um but i bought like shorts and shirts and pants linen pants that i try on every year from old navy and i hate them but i bought them this <gasps> year because i think it's going to be something different question what did you try their new version of the linen pants that are high-waisted they have the regular mid-rise and now they have the high-waisted ones you know what I have them right here in my closet. So let me grab them and see what they say because they are a little bit different. And that is why I purchased them this year. Mm-hmm. I buy the linen pants every year. I love the linen pants. Wear the hell out of them. I bought one pair in the high-waisted version and I like them a little bit better. You know the tag where the care instructions are? 
Yeah. There's a little yes. tag underneath that. Yes. I will tell you what it says. Uh, HR straight linen. So high rise. The high rise. Yes. Yeah. I uh, have a high rise wide leg linen. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. These ones have a cuff on the bottom. Ah, uh, I don't like those. Oh, why? I don't know. They look like balloon pants on me. Oh, shit. Now that's what I'm going to feel like in them. No, I think I, they look cute on other people. I like the wide leg. Um, now I'm going to exchange it because I bought a pair of black ones and I bought a pair of, uh, I would call, oh, they call these flax. Um, they're like a wheat color, I guess. I don't really care for this color. So um, maybe I'm going to exchange these ones for the wide legged. I um, have been ordering quite a bit from Old Navy. They have their 50% off sale. I ordered a ton during that time. It's been coming in. I have since returned half of it. Just because you never know. Old Navy sizing's all over the place. Some of it was great. Totally. Some of it was a big fail. Right. But there are some winners. So my next project is bathing suits. And uh, y'all need to know that this morning, first of all, I have ordered three swimsuits. They're on their way. Hopefully something worked. But this morning, I took a screenshot of an ad that was served to me on Instagram. And I sent it to my good friend, Wendy, saying, isn't this cute? And all she could say was, no. And I tried to defend myself about how cute I thought it was. And she just responded no to every single one of my arguments. And I guess there's something to be said for having the kind of friend that will tell you that that is not the suit for you. I was just going to say that you said, quote, my good friend, Wendy. Yes. <laughs> Your good friend said no to that swimming suit. This swimsuit that she picked out, you guys, was like so matronly. And was something I swear to God my grandma wore. Um, so, sh Megan, get into yourself. <laughs> get, get into a, yourself. I'm get posting a, a picture better of this suit on our Instagram stories no. just to see. Just to see if people think it's matronly. I'm not buying it. I have ordered. I sent you pictures of the other suits I ordered. They're very cute. American Eagle one pieces. Look, I like a one piece. I find them more comfortable to wear. Like a tankini sometimes it's like riding up. You're dealing with all the pieces. I don't do a full two piece in the knot. I think a one piece can be very cute and not. They don't all look like, oh, I'm a mom at the pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, I don't think people are going to be honest with you on Instagram stories <laughs> because <sighs> because because they know that you can see how they voted. So like if you made it like a poll or whatever, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I think people are going to try to be kind and say like, oh, that's bathing suit's not that bad, but it's real bad. I'm sending. I'm posting it with the text of our. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that uh, in my sh online shopping haze the other night, I did purchase two bathing suits from Land's End. Yes. Now, I, I know Land's End in itself sounds pretty matronly, but they have some really cute bathing suits. I also like a one-piece bathing suit. I purchased two. Did I have you get not the V-neck tie-dye. No, but I did love it quite a bit. I just that was in my ads this morning. I was like, I think I love this v-neck tie-dye bathing suit i know exactly what you're talking about i thought it was very cute i did buy a v-neck type bathing suit um it has like a lace-up back it's like a one piece it's called tropic blue uh -huh. i like it very much the other one i bought was it's it's called a black and white spotted dot mix kind of kind of gives me like 101 dalmatian vibes so uh -huh. i don't know if i'm gonna keep that one or not but i like the cut of it so lands in has some real winners for for me here's I've the done, thing about 
Land's End, though, is that, like, I yes, they have kind of a reputation for being, like, matronly and mom wear. And they definitely mm-hmm. have some items that skew that way. But their bathing suits are super high quality. Totally. And if you have a cup size, like, over a C, you know that you need support in your bathing suits. And your $20 Target bathing suit, as much as I love a $20 Target bathing suit, there's no support. And mm-hmm. I, I need support in my bathing suits every summer. I think, man, I just want to get my boobs done so that I don't have to spend all summer thinking about how to contain them in a swimsuit. Like, I love my body. I'm just tired of the origami of, like, folding myself into a swimsuit because I'm 41 years old and I've had children and my breasts do not look like they did when I was 25, which is fine. And the only time I care is when I put on a bathing suit. (laughs) You are not alone. I would tell you over the weekend, I wore my Lanson swimsuit that I bought last summer because it's still holding up. It looks great. It hasn't like, you know, the chlorine didn't do mm-hmm, anything to it. Mm-hmm. It still looks great. It's a great bathing suit. And sometimes they look very expensive. Not look very expensive. Sometimes their prices can be expensive, but they go on sale quite a bit and they always have like a coupon code. Check out Lanson. And they're going to last you. So that's the argument of a $75, $80 swimsuit over a $25 Target swimsuit. I will tell you, I still really love that laser cut black swimsuit that you got from Target. Do you have it still? I don't because the chlorine like thrashes the elastic every year. So like the the butt gets like completely sagged out. I've bought it twice. If they sell it again this year, I will totally buy it because (laughs) that one is worth the $20. It's real cute. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, friends, you know how much we love our friend Michelle of the brand celestialshell.com. She makes beautiful handmade items that make me wish I had any sort of sewing talent. Maybe post-COVID she'd do a lesson for us local folks. Hey, I like that. Yeah. But... If you have no talent like me and you just like to support small businesses, this is the way to do it. CelestialShell.com plus the code Friends15 is going to get you a deal on any item in her shop, including book sleeves. If you're taking your book or your Kindle to the pool or the beach this summer, you want a sleeve to put it in while it's in your bag. She also has cute zippered pouches among a ton of other handmade items made personally by Michelle. Check her shop out. We'll leave a link in our show notes. In today's episode, we wanted to talk about little things we do that make our life better, easier, just simple little life hacks. And we would super love for you to send in your emails with things that you do, because I think there are things that we don't think about that just kind of make you go like that's genius. (laughs) Yeah. I have one. And I would like to say, I think we all know that doing things the night before is obviously like the number one way to get ahead of your day, right? Set your clothes out, prep lunches. Sometimes I even put like my coffee mug right by the coffee maker. Anything you can do to take a step out of your morning routine makes your morning go so much more smoothly. Do you do that? 
No, I don't do any of that. <laughs> I make my life harder. <laughs> I don't do it regularly. And when I do do it, every time I'm like, this is so much better. If I set my clothes out, if I have my to-do list, oh, making a to-do list the night before is like, not only does it help you sleep better, but it's just like you start your day ready to go. I don't do it often enough, though. But one thing that I highly recommend is the delay start function on your washing machine. What? 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 I don't think I have that. (laughs) Well, I will tell you that you probably do because my washing machine is 10 years old. And every day I wake up hoping that it will just stop working because I don't like it. It is a front loader. I want a new washing machine. And my husband's like, wait. It works. There's absolutely no reason to invest in a new washer and dryer that work. And I agree, but I hate them. But the delay start feature makes me love my washer. And what that is, is you load the washing machine and I do it at night. And then you hit the delay start function and you set it for a time in the future, 30 minutes, an hour, six hours, 10, 12. I think mine goes up to 12 hours in the future. Maybe it goes further so that I can set it at night. It starts running in the morning right as we're getting up or perhaps just a little bit before we get up. And then I can immediately move it into the dryer. So I am already ahead when I get out of bed in the morning. Like my laundry has been washed and is ready to be moved into the dryer. Uh, What's the brand that you have? Did you say? I have an Electrolux, but I'm telling you this is not an uncommon feature. Yeah, like I'm going to have to look at mine because I don't think I have that at all. So that's cool. I'm kind of into that idea. I mean, the laser on the uh, dishwasher, but not. Oh, interesting. You don't have a delay start on your dishwasher? We might. I don't. See, the, the issue is I don't worry about my, I run my dishwasher at night typically, but I don't care if that sits there until the morning because it's not wet clothes. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. dry dishes. Yeah, uh, totally. But the dish, the washing machine, I don't want my wet clothes getting mildewy and then needing to be rewashed in the morning. They're just ready to go in the dryer. That doesn't mean right? I'm going to transfer them right away. Like, it's not going to change who I am. I mean, I'm I'm okay with the transfer. It's the pulling out of the dryer and actually having to fold them. Yeah, both is... are a stopping point for me. <laughs> for sure. Uh, my, my, I'm not going to call this a hack. I'm calling it a very nice convenience. And it is the Instacart grocery delivery app. Have you used Instacart before? Never. Um... So you can get grocery delivery within two hours when you put your order in and they shop from like your, your, you know, very local grocery stores. They also like do Walgreens and Petco and Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, I just, I use it often when I like know I have a lot of errands, but like can't make it to the grocery store or if I'm not feeling well and I want to stay home, but I still need groceries. Like mm-hmm. uh, I think it's, so great. The only the only thing I don't love about it because when you use the app, you can you can put on there like you're okay with any kind of replacement item if they're out of the item that you want, right? Okay. Well, they have this real time like texting function that the shopper will text you and say, "Hey, is this product okay?" Well, if I have five items that I have selected and they are out, then the shopper will text me numerous times and be like, is this one okay? Is this one okay? Is this one okay? Now, if I used Instacart and say like I was uh, a working woman in, 
in a meeting, I cannot answer these questions that are coming through from my shopper. You know, I have already indicated that a replacement item is okay. Just pick one. I don't need to approve it. So when the first one comes through, could you just say, and any other replacements are fine, you don't need to confirm it with me? Yes, you're smarter than I am. (laughs) No, it's easier from the outside. And I would get stuck in it too. You're like, oh, now I'm in this like back and forth. Now, what I have heard, and maybe you've heard this too, is people will text their Instacart driver and say like, oh, add a snack and a drink on for yourself while you're at the store. Like in addition to a tip... You should always oh, tip, of course. I do. I do. Um, I know you do. But I have seen this. People share it on Instagram. They'll say, hey, while you're there, add a snack and a drink for yourself, like a checkout or whatever they want to do uh-huh. on me. Oh, and I like just that like idea. A nice little thank you as like kind of, you know, we do our delivery driver thank you baskets. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just because I think, especially working in the pandemic, people were relying on Instacart to get their groceries in a safe way. And I think they really wanted to support those people whose jobs depended on that perhaps not the greatest environment so yeah well i will start doing that going forward i like that idea so thank you for those two tips you're you're welcome (laughs) so my next one is an app um and i have two different versions of this app one i use on my phone and one i use on my computer and last year my word of the year was focus and then march happened and that was the end of that I should have chosen that as my word of the year again this year because I constantly need the reminder to sit and focus. I am a distracted person. But are you familiar with the Pomodoro method? No. So that's basically, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's basically the idea that you spend 25 minutes focused on one task and then you take a five-minute break. And so there are lots of Pomodoro timers that will do this, but this is an app and you can set the time limit 10, 15, 25 minutes, whatever length of time you want. And if you use it on your phone, if you pick up your phone, so the forest app on your phone, basically you set it and you basically click like plant a tree for 25 minutes. And if you pick up your phone, your tree dies. Oh. Sometimes if you pick up your phone, it'll be like, get back to work. Like it doesn't say that, it just says on the screen. And if you click out of the app, your tree dies. So the point is like it's reminding you because we mindlessly pick up our phone I do anyway, while I'm doing other things, it's like, put your phone down and get back to focusing on whatever you want to do. And then it plants like a virtual tree in your little garden. And then you can continue doing it. And you can see your trees from the day or from the week based on your amount of focused time. Okay. There's a version for your computer called Focus City and it builds like little buildings and you can block whatever websites you want to block. So if I'm like editing a podcast and then I try and go to Facebook, it'll be like, get back to work. Like it won't let me go to Facebook during that time. Oh, interesting. It's what's really interesting is how mindless these things are to me. It's not like, oh, like I'll be editing something and I'll be reminded that I need to look something up. And what I should do is just write a note to myself, but like I'll mindlessly go check something because it's not a conscious decision all the time. Like how many times we pick up our phone just like mindlessly not looking for anything in particular. And so it helps to break those habits. And if you are an easily distracted person, it's nice to be able to lock yourself out from those places that are a distraction for you. 
Yeah, I mean, because I'm guessing like you're trying to do something and then you just fall down your TikTok hole. And then- <laughs> right, right. Now, there are also timers that are off your screen. So if you don't want to, like if you want to be able to put your phone away completely, they also um, sell Pomodoro type timers on um, Amazon. And there's one that I actually really like. Uh, the look like I like the idea of it and have been considering investing the $20 in that because I like setting a timer and being focused on I'm going to straighten up the house for 15 minutes and that's all I'm going to do for the next 15 minutes and I'm going to set a timer for 30 minutes and all I'm going to do is work on this project that works for me in those small chunks and then you can you know take a break and do whatever you need to do and then sit back down for another chunk of focused time Hmm, that's a good Good uh, tip. I don't know. What is it? Is it an app? Uh, it's an Yeah, there's an app for your phone I, and an app for your... I think overall, it's just the idea of the Pomodoro method. So however you institute it. But I do like that those apps block you out of your phone or block you out of your computer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay, I have another app to share. Yes. It is so crazy that like apps are the way that make our lives easier. Uh, the Starbucks Starbucks app. Yes. Uh, so I haven't ordered in store at a Starbucks except for maybe once in the last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I go to Starbucks quite a bit. Um, I use the app all day, every day. It's like so easy. Like, I don't know why no one would use it. Like, why would you wait in, in, a, in a line inside the coffee store? I agree. Like, even if I was out with the kids, I had taken them to the beach and we were stopping at a Starbucks and I was pulling into the parking lot and I still ordered from my phone in the parking lot (laughs) and then like waited a minute in my car and then went in and got like, agree. Why would you wait in line? I don't know. It's like the greatest thing ever. (laughs) I I also like it if you like to like highly customize your drinks, makes it super easy to do in the app and I feel less badly about it. I'm not a high drink customizer person most of the time. Uh huh. But if you want to try something like all these wild TikTok drinks, I would feel more comfortable ordering it in the app than trying to hack it while I'm in the line. Right. So recently was April Fool's Day and um, we pulled a prank on my husband. I always usually go get him coffee in the morning. And in the app, I got him his usual cold brew coffee with a splash of milk, except this time I, I added like 15 pumps of pineapple syrup. And I would have been really embarrassed ordering yes. that in person, but instead I did it on my app and yeah, I gave it to him. It was great. And what was Actually, his reaction? It didn't go over that well. He goes, this tastes like ass. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am cracking up and he's like, what's wrong with this? And so like he knew right away. He didn't think it was as funny as, as uh, my daughter, whose actual idea was so did you get him the actual drink also? Yes, of course I got him a real drink too. Uh, okay, okay. Like okay. what he wanted, but it was like, you know, it was the, it was the prank drink. I uh-huh. mean, that's a good idea, right? It is. It is a I mean, it is a good idea. I um am a total buzzkill in that I hate pranks. <laughs> like I hate being the butt of a joke. So uh, I'd be like, "Damn it." <laughs> yeah, I uh, that might have been like why his re- yeah I think he may feel the same way so eh, I think I, it depends on the person because I think some people find them very funny I am not a funny person so that's <laughs> part of the problem <laughs> you're funny all right what's your next thing 
Okay, so my next thing was actually a suggestion from someone, um, an Instagram follower, an Instagram friend of ours. And I had mentioned that if you keep a grocery list in your phone and your notes app, it's a pain right now because if you're shopping, I usually unlock my phone with my face. And so if you're shopping and you try and unlock your phone and you have a mask on your phone, you then you have to enter your passcode and then it relocks. And so you're constantly re-entering your passcode to check your grocery list. And so I mentioned on Instagram that my way around that was to screenshot my list and then set it as my lock screen on my phone. Uh huh. Which a lot of people said that was genius, which I actually thought it was a great idea. Well, uh, we got a message from Dana who said, actually, if you have an Apple Watch, use the R Groceries app and then it integrates with your watch. So you don't even have to take your phone out and then you can have your list right on your watch. Hey, I like that. I like even better because then you don't have to take your phone out of your purse, which again is another distraction in the store. And so the app is Our Groceries. You can create all the lists that you want and it integrates with your watch and it's right there. Uh, that's a cool idea. Here isn't, why don't you just add another, uh, you know how you can add a second face shot to your <laughs> face mm-hmm. ID? Uh, I mean, I have one like with and with sunglasses on and off, you know, but right. can you do one with the mask on, mask the, off? You, there are, wi- not directly. I can't just put a mask on and redo my face ID. It will not recognize it. There are people who have posted hacks where if you like hold the mask over half your face, and then you have it to your face and then you hold the mask over the other half and then you do the face ID and then it will somehow combine to actually work. That seems like a what? lot of work to me. Yeah, it does. Even though in reality, it's only a couple of minutes and the number of times I've typed in my password in the last year definitely exceed that amount of time. It's like I have not put in the time to see if I can actually make that work. I just know that people have said, like, try this if you want to get your phone to unlock with your mask on. But it's not as straightforward as typically adding, like, I have one with and without makeup because my phone does not recognize my face with one or the other because I have no eyebrows and eyelashes. Stop it right now. Yeah. For real? True. So crazy. Well, my face ID opens with my daughter's face, but my face does not open her phone. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yes. I mean, she doesn't even really look like me. So it's so weird that, like, it opens for her face. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe your face structure is the same. I know. So creepy. Here is my last, the last, my last tip. I have always, always until a few years ago was a paper calendar girl. Always. I love a paper calendar. Calendar. Um. I didn't want to use anything digital because I felt like I could visually see the calendar dates knowing that something was on it, even if I didn't have it in front of me. Right. Mm -hmm. But Megan here turned me on to Google Calendar a while back and I was Mm -hmm. hesitant. But man, that's a good app. It works great between the like computer and the app on my phone. And I am able to like add things um, for different family members, and we have some stuff, a shared calendar on there. I just love it so much. I agree. I hadn't been using it for a while because for a long time I had no nothing to add. But our schedule is starting to fill back up a little bit, especially for the kids. And so I've started filling in. And I love 
like, I don't know what that feed, oh, the schedule feed, where it just kind of shows you, like, everything coming up as opposed uh-huh. to like, the day or the week. Like, I can yeah. see my entire week, every event, and mm-hmm. I kind of like, like, looking at that, and I can see what days are busy. Yep. Y- you know, if I put in, like, there's a hike on my calendar, it automatically puts in, like, a little map and a hiking yeah, stick. Yeah, like, I like that, too. I always put, like, the address of where we're, like, if we're going to a certain soccer field or if I have an appointment somewhere or whatever, and then it gives me a little map or, like, a picture of what I'm doing. It's It feels very sweet. I don't, I don't know why I like it so much. Plus, the other thing that I really, really like about it is that say I'm at the dentist and they're like, okay, we need to book you out six months, right? They don't even have to give me a reminder card. I just pull up my app, put the date in, and then forget it. I just freaking love it. I do too. And I like that so many times like you'll get an appointment reminder or you'll get like a travel confirmation and you can just immediately click like add to calendar and it just like magic integrates into your calendar. Yep. And all of the information is there. I was a paper calendar person for a very long time. I still like the allure of a paper calendar. But as soon as my kids, as soon as I had one kid in middle school, it was like I couldn't keep up with our family's schedule that way anymore. And I still like a paper to-do list. Like I'll keep a notebook for like writing lists and tasks, but for a schedule, Google Calendar Man's the way to go. Right. Because I give my daughter access, well, and my husband too, but so they can look and see like what's oh, on what tap for them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I should. Plans. We I got just, plans. I just added um, a bunch of things for my kids. My daughter doesn't have a phone. But my son just got one this weekend. Um, and I should add this. I actually have one more. Uh, little thing to share that I that is new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this is an app that you use or you used to at one point, and that is the Life360 app. Yes, ma'am. Now, if you have, I will tell you that my son finds it horrifying that this app exists. Well, all his friends have it on his phone, too. So that's what I told them. <laughs> I said, just because they're not, I said, all your friends have this on their phone. Plenty of your friends are required to like, put their phones in their parents' room or downstairs at night to charge. Like, he thinks all the rules we have, like, we've completely made them up out of nowhere, as if he's Mm -hmm. the first child on the planet (laughs) to have rules about his phone. So, Life360, it's essentially a tracking app. Like, you can see the location of your family members. And I like that as they get older, there's some information in there about driving, which I think will be um, really helpful. I think you can, like, lock their phone While they're driving, it shows you their top speed. It shows you the routes they've taken. I mean, obviously, a lot of this is a little more intense than we need. I just like that it's like, your child has arrived at school. Your child has arrived at home. Like, I can just, you can see where they are. It's also nice if they ever lose their phone, you can see where Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. But it's just a nice, if you're a parent of a kid with a phone, it's a little bit of an added bonus safety. I know it's nothing's perfect because they can leave their phone behind or lose their phone, but it's just kind of nice to know where they are. So, yes, um, we've used that app for a, a couple years now. And I will say it's not perfect. Um, I do remember. Yes. One particular morning I was with Megan and I got an alert on my phone that my daughter had left school. And so I freaked out and called the school and they had to track her down and embarrass her to make sure that she was in class. Um, for some reason, the the app had alerted me that she had left school and she was at a park where 
she typically had soccer practice at. So I don't know if it just was clunky or what had happened or if there's some glitch in the matrix, but um, that was not a moment that a parent wants to uh, ever go through. Um, so it, it, I don't know if that has to do with the app or if it has to do with the lack of great internet service at her school or what, but yeah, why is I honestly schools in general have terrible internet reception. And so why bad. is that? I know. And can't get a phone call at his school. Because it, phone, oh, there's no reception. It's so weird. Um, here's the other thing though. And, uh, my, my daughter does like her and her friends share their locations with each other on Life 360. And I don't really like that because I feel like it raises red flags about like, oh, your friends are doing something that you're not doing, mm-hmm. you know, or your friends are together and you're not with them. Um, it's, I, <laughs> It's just one of those things you have to navigate as a parent with a child with a phone. Yeah, we're not there yet. Um, I don't know if that's something that they're going to want to do, but I don't think boys will be into that. I think it's a girl thing. Right. Right. I hear you. All right, guys, if you have little things you do that make your life easier, let us know. What do you do? What makes your life better? What can you share with the class? And speaking of things that make our lives better, we're going to be right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. All right, guys, we are back with Megan and Wendy Approved. And Wendy, what would you bring? I brought something that I ordered from my online shopping escapades. Um, It is a pair of flip-flop sandals. They are... The okay, I I thought the name was Cobain, but now that I'm looking at it, it's not. It's I before A. Cobian. That's how I'm gonna say it. C O B I A N. These particular ones are the Lucadia flip-flop. They have like a braided uh leather strap. They're squishy and comfortable. I wore a um Similar style. They're called the Pacifica for a long time, but for some reason, I can't find those ones in my size anymore. And these are a nice alternative. I bought them off of Amazon and they range from $23 to $39, which I hate when they do that on Amazon mm-hmm. because like, is that based on availability? Do you think? Why or is that? What is style? I don't know. Or diff- maybe there are different sellers that are all combined into one. Yeah, listing. I don't, I don't know, but these were on the lower end. They're, they're not, they were not forty dollars. They were cheaper than that. But gosh, they make me feel like summer's coming. And do they have support in the sole? Are they? Well, you know, I mean, they're better than like the rubber, rubber Javianas. That's for sure. But uh, I love a Javiana. So do I. But they hurt my feet if I wear them longer than like two hours. Right, and my back. I get it. Yeah, everything. They have a little bit of arch support. They're not. They're not a Olakai or whatever those. Mm -hmm. You know, those like super (laughs) like. Yeah, but uh, I like them. They're great. I don't wear them like, you know hiking or whatever a day at disneyland i wear them like running to get my kid at school or to the grocery store well i brought a nail polish now i have not abandoned my dip nail habit but when i do dip nails that's like a 60 to 90 minute project i don't always have 60 to 90 minutes sometimes i like to just slap on a nail color because i am 
kinder to my nails when they're painted. I'm much less likely to pick at them. Uh, I just take better care of them. And of course, they look better. So I like to keep them painted as often as possible. So this is the internet favorite nail color from Olive in June. <gasps> what is it? So the color is not like the popular one, but everybody loves Olive and June. My color is KMC. And I would like to point out that Olive and June made a big misstep in the creation of their color names because they all initially were initials like of women that were important to them, which is a lovely idea, except that KMC is a lot harder to remember and share than say Bikini Sotini from a brand like Essex. <laughs> Essie, right? Now they started to break out of this. They do have some actual word color names. And I had owned a couple of Olive and June polishes before, and I didn't like them because they took too many coats to become opaque because they were really light. Like I had a light pink and a white and they just, they were too fussy. So I bought this color and this KMC color is kind of like a slight sagey green color. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just pretty for spring and two coats and it's fully opaque. I just slap on a top coat. I bought this at Target because my Target does carry um, some of the Olive and June line. And I just put the Essie Gel Setter top coat because that's what I had. And this lasts for a number of days on my nails. And I can do my nails this way in under 10 minutes, including dry time, as opposed to like my dip nails, which take much longer. So... I like these as an option. Plus, I'm never going to put like dip powder on my toes. So I still need to have regular nail polish. And Wendy had mentioned wanting to try their boot camp, their nail boot camp. And did you know they do like Zoom nail training classes for free? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Oh, no. I know people that love them. <laughs> just FYI. I just don't want to get on a Zoom. Well, I guess I can like block it out. Like they don't have to show. Yeah. Do you I have don't to show to me doing it? it? No, I can no, just watch no. it. Yes. Um, yeah, I just like I'm not great at doing my own nails. I have like little nubby nails anyway. Um, but I sure love when they're polished and I get served those Olive and June ads all the time mm -hmm. and they look so pretty i know lots of real life people who are not influencers there's just people i know on the internet that swear by the brand that have paid their own money for it that love it and continue to purchase it so i think that's an endorsement all right guys thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode if you made it to the end you're going to hear the confession that we recorded 75 percent of this episode and realized <laughs> that there was something wrong with our sound so this is the second recording Woof! this was a lot today <laughs> my throat is getting sore <laughs> We appreciate your ratings and reviews all the time. You can have easy access to the Apple Podcast rating system by visiting meganandwendy.com slash Apple Podcast. And we got a recent review from Transforming Buffs that says, I'm so glad this podcast launched during the pandemic. It feels like I gained a couple of friends during quarantine. We are so happy to have you. We love that you're here listening to us. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be back on Thursday talking about As Luck Would Have It, the newest movie from Hallmark Spring Fling lineup. Until then, have a great week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.